0: You know, as we celebrate Father's Day today, one of the challenges with Father's Day has always been, what if you didn't have a very good father? Many of us had great fathers and really shaped us and we're thankful for that, but but if you didn't have, if your earthly father didn't fit into that mold, it's important for us to look at where the mold should come from. What does a, a good, good father look like? It looks like? It looks like the very heart of God. I was listening to a program on NPR. It was an author. His book talked about his lifetime, and he wrote in depth about his relationship with his father, a relationship that wasn't necessarily bad, but it really wasn't a very good relationship until after the book was published, and his father had a chance to read the book, they reconnected and and were able to make some amends over that and and the the interviewer said, do you, "Do you have ill will toward your dad?" And he said, "You know, I don't because my dad did the very best with what he had, and I'm just thankful for what we have today." I tell you that because you know, as fathers, none of us profess to have it right, do we? I mean, maybe some of you do, but, but most of us have had some issue. The challenge is that we need to always revert back to where that perfect image comes from. What is, what is really that image of God the Father? What does that reflect to us? I hope that it reflects to us absolute, unconditional love, because that is, that is the love of God. That is the love that's offered to us and as we picture that as we envision that what we see is in fact what all of us should strive to be as as people it tells us a great deal about what we believe about god oftentimes in in the culture we live in we have this challenge because people's understanding of God has, has gotten a little bit perverted. They, they believe that God is incredibly judgmental, that that God has created in this Christian community a group of people that are immensely closed-minded. And on this Father's Day, it's a time for us to remember that true image what is it what is it that God asks of us it is to follow in that example and that example is one of love it's one of grace it's one of acceptance and it is an ever-ending invitation that no matter where we go no matter where we've been we can always we can always come home today as our scriptural foundation. I want to take us to the book of Luke in the 15th chapter, a passage that has it, it has come to be known as the story of the prodigal son. Now, of course, when scripture was written, it didn't have all the headings, it didn't have all the chapters and numbers, so we've kind of inserted that. As we inserted the subtitle to this chapter, I think we kind of missed the boat. The story is not so much about the son as it is about the father. It is about the father's love and the father's grace. It's recorded like this. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. And kissed him we recall that story as the prodigal son because of how the story unfolded many of you remember the story the son that went to his father and said I want half your I want my inheritance I want half your kingdom now and the, the gracious loving father said okay and handed it over to him. He had enough. He could have went and invested and built his own kingdom, but what did he do? He went and squandered all of his money. He's living in abjunct poverty. And in the midst of that poverty, he realizes the error of his ways. He, he realizes that, that what he has done was a, was a terrible thing and thinks back to his days at home and realizes that that the people that worked for his father the servants in the household they had plenty to eat they had a roof over their head and so he decides he's not going to go back and ask to be reinstated as a son he's ashamed that that even he would he would be thought of in that way he failed his father He failed himself. But he says, I will go back and say, just make me a servant in your house. You don't have to recognize me as your son any longer. Just just put me to work and allow me to have food on my table and a roof over my head. And so that's his mindset. He heads home with with that mindset of, you know, I'm going to be a servant, but at least I'll, I'll be fed. And his father sees him. Now imagine, if you will, this is someone you have loved, that you have cared for, and you see them at a distance. What does the Father do? He runs to him, throws his arm around him, kisses him, rejoices in that ability to reconnect. See, that is, that is God. And that is is the story that somehow we've allowed to fall away. It wasn't the father that said, son, get away from me. Not the father that said, son, you don't deserve my love. It was the father that said, welcome home. Welcome home. I love you. I've always loved you it's that story of amazing grace. We struggle with that, don't we? Really? I mean, we we think that, you know, on some level the father should have said, you made your bed, now sleep in it. You created this problem. So sorry, but it's not my problem. But a grace, grace, grace talks about something so different. It isn't what we earn, it isn't what we deserve. It is it is truly outpouring of God to welcome us back to welcome us in God so loved us always I mean we quote that scripture don't we time and time again for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him would have eternal life there's no but if with it there's no way that we earn it it comes only It comes only from a God that loves us that much. That's what a father is. A father in the image of God is one that loves with abandon. And granted, as human beings, we struggle with how to do that. But the image, the image is there. The image is there of a God that that meets us where we are that welcomes us back into that relationship that that the heart of a father is always love and care for their children I would ask you as a parent is there something is there something that could make you spurn your own child Oh please say no I've seen it happen not forever people thankfully come to their senses but but you know we love our kids we love our kids and that's the heart of God that love that says you know I no matter what you are always 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 my child I always love you and as human beings that's hard for us to reconcile I was at a wedding reception last night they they uh We were at a table, and we didn't really know anybody else at the table, and so we started having that conversation. It so happened that the person I was sitting next to happened to be the fire chief in the little town where I first served a church. Of course, we had lots to talk about, all the folks that we knew, all the things that we shared. The sad thing was he was the same age as my youngest child, so we had a little time gap, right? But we were talking about a gentleman in the community that, that ran the local gas station. I tell this story often. And his mother was one of the most faithful members of the church, of, of anyone I could ever imagine. And, and he loved her so dearly that he always wanted to honor her. The church had this big turkey dinner every year. And he would come to the church with a check and pay for the turkey, and, and any other expenses we'd have to put this, this dinner on. And he always kind of wanted it to be anonymous. He wanted it to honor his mother. And year after year, time after time, I would say, come back to church. And he would say, I'm a terrible person. I've done terrible things. Nobody in your church wants me there. Certainly God doesn't want me there. And I would tell him the story of the prodigal son. I would love to tell you that he heard it, understood it, and came back and all was well with the world. But he didn't. There's a lot of folks like him out there. And we need to not give up on them. Because God never gave up on us. We need to continue to share that true heart of a father, that grace of a father, to say, you know, I I don't care where you've been. It allows us to know that when we're ready to turn our life around and come back, it isn't with any barriers. It's with an open invitation it's with that love and with that grace. That's the heart of a father. That's the heart of our loving God. My friends, this morning as we share this time together, I challenge us to see that heart and not only accept it, but but to carry it out into the community. For all those people that that feel like they can't come home, for all of those people that feel like they're not loved, on this Father's Day, our calling is to share the love of the Father with everyone we encounter. Would you pray with me? Lord God, we are thankful for that image of what a father is, of what a parent is, of of what a follower is about, one of love and grace, one of reaching out, pushing away any barrier that that we might be restored. Lord, we give you thanks that you have always loved us, always cared for us, and we thank you that you welcome us home. We give you the honor, and we pray it all in Jesus' name.